out here creeping. Some absolute creepers cruising through this RV park. Welcome to the Mindset is Art podcast. I'm your mindset coach, CJ Leedy, and as Mr. Johnny Bonnie Joby said, miracles happen every day. Change your perception of what a miracle is, and you'll learn to see them all around you. Sounds so simple, right? Thanks, John. Just look at things in a different way, right? And the world will be a different place. Most of us know that there is some serious truth to this. Or maybe we've experienced a change in the way that our perception has completely changed our outlook and experience of a certain situation. Most of us have, right? But how do we actually do this on purpose? How do we actually change our perception? Whether this is a specific circumstance or it's the way we look at our career or a relationship or just our life in general. Einstein was big on perspectives and how they modify the way we interact with the world around us. He said, I think the most important question facing humanity is, is the universe a friendly place? End quote. And he was referring to the way that we would therefore utilize our resources if we believe that the world is a friendly place and the universe is friendly. Because if we believe it's friendly, we are more likely to do things to take care of it and benefit it long term. But if we believe that it's evil, then we're going to use our resources for destruction. Another thing Einstein said, kind of like our friend Bon Jovi was talking about miracles, he said there's only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. And the other is as though everything is a miracle. Big-brained Einstein knew that our perspective in the world affected the way we interact with life. And it's no surprise, right? Life is this conscious experience. We're taking in information, we're perceiving what it means, and then we're taking actions based on what we feel like we should do with that information. So perception is one of the most impactful parts of our life. And for people with a great perspective in life, you know, they always seem to make the best of any situation. You know, when you're around them, there's sort of like this peace of mind that everything's going to be okay, that the world is great, that it's a fun, loving place to be. And people really gravitate towards them. Our perspective in life really shapes who we are and how the world also relates back to us. And for better or for worse, our perspectives become deeply ingrained into our minds and into our personalities. In Daniel Coyle's book, The Little Book of Talent, he talks about the importance of forming healthy habits as it relates to the framework of our mind. In the book he writes, neurologists call this the sled on a snowy hill phenomenon. The first repetitions are like the first sled tracks on fresh snow. On subsequent tries, your sled will tend to follow those same grooves. End quote. So you're constantly writing the framework that is your mind. You're painting the mental picture that is your mindset. And while your mind is filled with these already pre-ingrained sled tracks, you're always bumping into the walls. You're always modifying the tracks, and fresh ones are being mowed down all the time. And really, there are specific ways to work with the sled tracks that you already have in place and to help you place new ones intentionally. So today we're going to cover three crucial tools that influence our perspective. There are many others, but these ones will hit some of the major categories. So number one, lifestyle and behavioral decisions. Nothing is more powerful on your perspective than your environment and the way that you engage with it. So whether this is the types of movies that you watch or the places you travel to or the podcasts you listen to or what you follow on social media, the books you read, the job you have, 
the people you surround yourself with, right? Everything in your environment is impacting your thought processes and feeding you a perspective through which becomes your lens to view the world. So be cautious about all of the elements in your life. Inventory the feeds that you have. You know, you can kind of think about your environment, aka your stimulations and the info that's going into your brain. You can think of it like a diet. Like we've said before, you know, are you feeding it healthy information that's helping you see the world positively? Or is it cheeseburgers and dopamine hot dogs that makes up most of your brain diet? So your environment has the greatest impact on the progression or degradation of your perception. Number two. This is number two, but hey, honestly, this is the most powerful way to make deep changes quickly. And that is working with people whose job it is to improve the way you think. So obviously, I'm biased because I've bought fully into this area of life. But I believe that everyone, regardless of your perceived current mental health, really good or notably really freaking bad, everybody should have a therapist or a counselor, coach, hypnotist, mentor, some other professional that is specifically helping you tune up the unconscious elements of your mind. Kind of like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym one time and expect the results to last forever. It's the same thing with mental health. You got to be consistent with it. You go frequently. Even when you're healthy, you keep going. Super healthy people are in the gym all the time. That's part of why they're super healthy. The mind is no different. Mental, just like physical health, is a long-term game. And the more we do and the more involved we are, the more our mental health is enhanced. So number two is to work with a professional. They can really help you shift your perspective on life in a positive way. That is by far the quickest way to make a sizable change and to reach those subconscious areas of the mind that you may not know are constricting your view of reality. Because if you think about it, if you have a set perspective, it's very hard to objectively look at that perspective and question whether or not it's correct. The whole reason you have that perspective in the first place is because you have essentially learned that that perspective is accurate. That's why you think that way. If you didn't think that that perspective was accurate, you would swap it out. So sometimes you need somebody with a third-party, unbiased view of the way that you're thinking who can help you reorient yourself around something more positive. But we all need tools and practices that help us enhance our world view. And that leads us to number three. Develop specific ways that you enhance your perspective. There are a lot of ways this can be done. And really, it's deeply individual based on who we each are and what we like and what we connect with. But the key element is that it's something specific that you do that relates directly towards enhancing your view of the world, your life, yourself, the people in your life, your job, everything that makes up your conscious experience. Because the more you can improve the way that you think about all these things, the more enjoyable your life becomes. The more peace of mind you have, the less stress, and just overall quality of life. It really all comes down to the way that you're perceiving what's happening in your life. The good, the bad, the ugly, those are all just perceptions. There's a million and one ways you can look at the exact same situation. So personally, I have a very specific way of doing this that quite honestly has increased my quality of life more than any other habit or practice over the years. And honestly, at this point, it's not just a habit. This one is an addiction. And that's how you know when you found the right one. It's something you can't live without because living without it is living with a lower quality of life. And with this one, I can physically and mentally feel the difference for myself over the course of just a few days of doing this or not doing this. 
and I call it, where do you think I got the title for this podcast? I call it the progression of perception paths. I've referred to this briefly in a past episode. It's not just a notebook. It's way cooler than a freaking diary. It's my daily POP, progression of perception. So over the last 12 years, I have filled 26 and a half legal pads, quality stuff, 28 pounds, 8 by 11, yellow, tops, docket gold, baby, high quality shit. And I try to make them artistic. I actually even changed my handwriting because my handwriting was terrible. So I shifted my handwriting completely so that I would write and it would be something enjoyable to go back and look at. And the goal of these pads and the reason that I fill them up is specifically to extract wisdom from each day or from different circumstances or recapping a year, whatever it is. I think to myself, you know, what did I learn from this? What did I learn from this day? What experiences do I want to remember? Are there any quotes or things that people said today that I do not want to forget? Or is there something funny that happened? Or a learning that came from something difficult that might be useful in the future if I deal with a similar situation? Something specific that I want to keep around, that I want to read over in the future and embed into the framework of my mind. A sled track that is enjoyable to glide down. Something specific that enhances my perspective and my overall enjoyment in life. Those key parts that I do not want to forget. And speaking of memory, recall from the Tools to Improve Your Memory podcast that our brain is consistently trying to forget information. And it doesn't care if it's a brilliant thought that you had or just another mundane thought process that you've had a thousand times before. So we have to be intentional about what we want to hold on to. And this practice lends perfectly to that. It's like, what do I want my mindset to be? That's what's written in these pads. And what's the quote? I wrote a quote one time in there. It was basically... It was a few years ago. It said, these pads are like writing directly into the margins of my subconscious mind. Matthew McConaughey talks about a similar process that he's used over the years. And that's where a lot of his book, Green Lights, came from. And really a lot of how it reads as well. Just super cool. And he even talks about the grounding effect that it has when he goes back and rereads these. And how he prepared this book. And how that brought him to tears and moments of joy and all of that. I have that as well. When I go through a pad from 10 years ago. And I see something that I totally forgot about, whether it was a mentality thing or some sort of perspective that was amazing and I was so happy I had it in that moment. And it just reminds me of it. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot about that. And it just brings you back down to earth. You're like, that's a part of my life that I love and I'm so happy that I remembered it. You know, we we also kind of talk about reading books, right? You got to go out and read books because you're imprinting quality information into your mind, right? But think about it. Reading the book that is your best thoughts, your best experiences in your life is better than any book you can find on the shelf written in your own words, things that you will understand. Hopefully you don't have complete chicken scratch. You can actually go back and read that. But that is the book we should all be reading, the book of our own life. And on the last podcast, I gave a quote from Steve Jobs, and it was written on the front of one of my pads, the one about when you grow up, you tend to get told the world is the way it is, live your life, blah, blah, blah. I know that quote like the back of my hand because it was written on the front of that notepad. I think it was back in 2015 that I wrote that down. And at this point, I've read over it 100 times. And I've even had conversations with other people from them just seeing the notepad there. And this quote is just imprinted into my head because of how many times I've reviewed it. 
You know, in any other circumstance, I would have heard that, not written it down, and probably never looked at it again, but been like, wow, that was great. I love that, whatever. And then that would just become a part of my past. But instead, it's become part of my consistent thought process. And sitting here eight years later, when I'm thinking through podcast information, it just pops right into my head. It would not be the case. My memory is not that good. I did not have those memory tools back then to pull something like that all the way through. So how many things have you learned in the past or how many ideas have you had or inspirations from a movie or a song that have just sort of come through your mind and slipped away, never to be useful to you again? And maybe your memory is a lot better than mine. But even with the close tracking that I do, I know way more slips through the cracks than I could possibly retain or track on these pads. So how do you track the things that are important to you? Do you have a specific practice for building your mindset, your perspective in life? If you do, I would genuinely love to hear about it. That's mine, and it's worked great for me. I'm sure there are many other ways to go about it that are all specific to each of us and how we think and what we relate to. So for our tool of the day, I'm really not here to pitch you on following my specific progression of perception pads, although if you like the idea, absolutely give it a go. But I am encouraging you to find something for you that is intentionally and specifically designed to enhance the way you interact with the world, how you see it, how you see yourself, how you see your friends, your family, your life in general, all that good stuff, how you track the things that are important to you. And for you, maybe this is writing music. Maybe this is making podcasts, right? These podcasts have been very similar form of my pads. Taking an idea, thinking through it, conceptualizing it, doing some homework, bringing it all together, and then creating something that I can go back and listen to. Or maybe it's found in your art. Maybe it's painting or drawing or photography. Or maybe it's poetry. Whatever you like. But I will say that a lot of those forms of art tend to be more like outlets. Or even like a journal becomes kind of a word vomit location where you just get out a bunch of emotions. And those are good too. I have other places where I do that. But specifically, I think it's important to have something that you use just to enhance your perception of reality. That is specifically for improving the way you think and feel about life. And you can still have all those other things, but you got to recognize if they're serving a different purpose. And as the late and great Henry David Thoreau said, it is not what you look at that matters. It's what you see. So that's what we're working with today. About a boom, about a bang. It would mean the world to me if you wanted to leave a rating and review or share it with somebody that you thought might find value more than anything. I just appreciate you being here. For more info on coaching, the book launch, and other mindset motivation, head on over to cjleady.com. This is the Mindset is Our Podcast. Thanks for